It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hey everybody, welcome into Roosters. It's Letterman Live, brought to our good friends here at this fun, casual joint. It's a fun, casual conversation about the Ohio State Buckeyes. We called in some muscle for this week's show. Muscle, yes. Former Ohio State NFL standout, Doug Worthington, our first time with us down here at Roosters. Doug, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. And that's Jeremy Birmingham. You guys know him. It's another uh, rare appearance from the man on our show here. So we're just, you know, mixing it up this week. It's Sometimes you just got to throw it for a loop. It's Northwestern. It's a Friday night. The whole the whole week is Everything's weird, so off. we're shuffling up the show. I mean, Doug... Uh, the Friday night game, that's a little bit weird, right? But how would that affect uh, Ohio State's preparations here? You know what? Um, not so much. Uh, it being Northwestern, don't get me wrong, they're 1-4. We still respect the guys. But these guys are coming off a of bye week. So yeah. they had all the time in the world to kind of get prepared, uh, kind of just tighten up some of those loose ends. So I like to see. I like our opportunity. I really like the fact that we get rest going into Wisconsin. So I see nothing uh, to keep us going and keep us flowing uh, how we're going. How important is that as a, as a team to have the ability not to, to – prepare for it any differently but you have the ability this week because it's friday right because it's after the off week you have a chance to have a normal week definitely you don't have to push everything up right i mean you have your exact same number of days leading into the game for sure the thing about uh you know these coaches at ohio state they know exactly when it comes down to the preparation and not doing too much mm-hmm. uh so i'm pretty sure those guys got a couple of days of rest a couple of extra days of rest a lot of film study and a lot of just uh getting the the, the nuances of what they're trying to put together for that wisconsin running that run in november because we all know big 10 ball is running november so i feel like this Friday game is just really super, super good for that Wisconsin showdown uh, the following week. Yeah. Ohio State uh, 6-0. and That Wisconsin you know, game that Doug mentioned there, that's going to be at noon. That is confirmed. Fox is going to have the broadcast next week, probably uh, the Big Ten game of the year. But we'll get to yeah. that one a little bit more uh, later on. But you look at this. Doug, I was trying to think about stuff that we we're going to talk about on the show this week ahead of Northwestern on a Friday night. And I swear it's not just because you're here, but it's a bunch of things on the defensive line Definitely. that are interesting. Uh, just before I dive into it, you know, you touched on the health. Jonathan Cooper – uh, a chance to get healthier on that ankle. Awesome. Tyreek Smith, uh, Tyler Friday missed a game. He had a chance to get healthy. You know, Chase Young looked a little banged up at the end of that Michigan State game, so he's going to be 100% now. But as a whole, when you look at this Rushman unit, what what was what do you think during the first half of the season? How dominant have they been? How much better can they be? Um, these guys are playing lights out. Um, they're stopping the run first and foremost. You cannot go to the pass unless you stop that run. So guys like Big Hamilton, uh, I worked out with him and his brother uh, for years at D1 Sports Facility. Mm-hmm. So those guys are having and coming along better than I expected to, to be honest. Um, and to be healthy is just monumental to have the depth have cooper back uh he is coming off an ankle something like uh i mean not bosa but uh young had last year when those guys play on the edge like larry johnson wants them to those ankles and kind of switching things and switching degrees at a split of a second they can get hurt and banged up really really quick so i'm glad for for offs for the good old bye weeks i didn't have any we played all the way through so the fact that these guys get to rest a little bit is very very important and those rushmen are looking lights out and it it is the reason why guys like Kuda and, and, and the guys in the back end are having so much success because they don't have but three seconds to get that ball <laughs> off, and then they're stopping to run, so it makes everybody's job easier. Burn, we talked to uh, Coop yesterday about that ankle, and, and he's it was such a 
tough blow for him as a senior, as a captain, to miss those first four games. You know how badly he wanted to be out there. He said yesterday he's still not at 100%, so he maybe needed that week off. He probably didn't want it uh, because he wanted to keep playing and building some momentum, but he's got to get rolling a little bit, feeling comfortable on that ankle. But you put him back out there and Tyreek Smith and these other guys, uh, I would expect that Cooper's going to come back after the bye week and really start making that impact he wanted to. Yeah, Jonathan's the emotional leader of that team on the defensive side of the ball. For him to miss that first month of the season was absolutely devastating to him personally, but as he mentioned on Monday in the press conference, it did help the rest of the defensive line. Guys like Zach Harrison, Tyler Friday, uh, Tyreek Smith, uh, you know, here and there because of his injuries, but they got a chance to really develop their game a little bit more, and it sucks for him. He said it. He said it yeah. plainly. Right. He said it sucks, uh, and and it did. But the reality is, it's a long season, and as Doug alluded to, the real meat of this season is coming up, and he's back. Everyone's back for that, and and what you see out of Jonathan Cooper is a player uh, for the Michigan State game who looked a little tentative at times, and that's just going to happen. It's hard to the biggest adjustment when you get hurt, and you know that yeah. is is mental. Like how do you well said. how much do you trust that that ankle mm-hmm. and. and Yesterday was the first time he's acknowledged it was an ankle injury. I mean, it's all, it's all been very clandestine. Oh, it's a the injury, mm-hmm. but you know, it's it's hard to trust that once you're an, when you're an athlete and well, like oh, now how how far can I go on this? How far can I push this? And every day that he gets a chance to to work on it and, and uh, test it, the better it is for him and the Buckeyes. I actually did get that out of him a couple of weeks ago after the return at Nebraska oh, to the ankle. So he he had talked about it and acknowledged that he had a procedure during training camp, which Letterman Row had already reported on in August. And, you know, I think that's the tough part for him is that when you – Doug, you can speak to this better than any of us here. When I you can't. have to undergo a medical procedure, yeah. you don't know how long the rehab's going to take. You take the game away from guys. That's tough. Yeah, very tough. And uh, like you like you alluded to, when it comes down to psychology of it, like hey, I had an ACL, MCL coming in uh, as a four-star athlete. I never ran the same. My right. running gait was completely different. I had to learn how to kind of almost play broken. Um, and playing in a Big Ten, uh, we didn't have any buys. So week after week after week – this weather is about to get real. And those <laughs> aches and pains and those bruise, bumps and bruises, they just get intensified. They just get a good magnifying glass on what's already hurting. They last so a little longer. It lasts a lot longer. Right. So uh, to have a week like this to uh, just prepare, just to maybe get a little bit of ice tub and cold tub, a little contrast, those guys are probably – you know, just super ready for the opportunity to go out and play Northwestern and then go ahead and have a little different weekend and get ready for a huge showdown. This, this matchup, it really – it's hard to look at it Either of you guys, when you when you break this down, we're already talking about this Friday night with this offense. Northwestern's been one of the worst in the country. Okay, we've said every week that the Silver Bullets are back to that level that they right. expect after struggling, uh, really the last two years, but mostly last year with the worst year in school history. Doug, maybe you can answer this better with the motivation. You know what you're facing. That team is struggling for sure. Does that? I mean, does that? How does that affect the mindset going into a game when you should expect to go yeah. out and Chase Young wants to get multiple sacks, Cooper yeah. wants to feel healthy, Definitely. and you expect it's going to happen? How do you make sure that it does happen? You need it to happen one because uh, that wounded dog is a very, very vulnerable thing, and we're talking about going into the first cold game of the season. I think it's supposed to be around twenty, and I think it's with Evanston, Illinois, wherever it's in well, the. Burn middle checks of the, the weather forecast it's every the, day. It's, so. it's <laughs> looking, it looking like in the low fifties, low fifties. Okay, and, I thought it was going to be around the twenties well, when I played no. against Northwestern. <laughs> It was one of those days. I was one of those the, the big he-mans with no sleeves. Yeah. I, I quickly went to the back and got me one of those long stairs from Lou. So when it comes down to it, uh, this week is going to be very vital to kind of just get everything ramped up and have one of those perfect and complete games. Have a game that everybody comes in, everybody plays, yeah. um, and just get some of those uh, just kinks out 
for those upcoming huge games with the uh, Wisconsin, with the Penn States, and that team from up north. So it's very, very vital that we don't look past the game, which I don't think we can. Mm-hmm. I don't think we did. And you've seen it when it comes down to like games like Cincinnati where we, we were kind of like, uh-oh, what are we going to have? What are we going to get? Uh, even the beginning of that um, – when it was 5-zip against uh, Miami, of Ohio, Miami of Ohio. I was at the game with my daughter. Hey, Harper. Um, <laughs> and that was one of those games that was very, very, like, just like, whoa, are we okay? Are we sleepwalking? And then they came through uh, with all the momentum and all the fears that you would want from a Buckeye team. I think they're going to be ready to play, and I'm excited to see it. That stuff, Burn. We've heard it for every road game. We're probably going to keep hearing it every time with this you Ohio State it. team. It's trap game, trap game, trap right. game. We hear it all the time. Trap or die. This team seems to – now, it's easy to talk about having a different mindset, but so far from what I've seen, I, I believe that they've actually bought into that to avoid it. Sure, and, and the good news is is that fans are going to freak out. Oh, okay, we remember Iowa, we remember <laughs> Purdue, right? right? I promise you those guys in that building down the street remember it too. For right? sure. I, I know that they thought probably going into Purdue, there's no way that's going to happen again. Then it did happen again. So now you can think, okay, we can't let that happen again, and that's totally different than it won't happen again. Sure. I, I think that there is a different mindset and understanding. Sure, Northwestern is one of the three worst offenses in football. Clayton Thorson is gone after 55 straight starts as their quarterback. And I thought you were going to say 55 years. I thought it was similar, similar but he, he started 55 games or whatever for them at quarterback, and now they have Hunter Johnson, who's a former five-star quarterback, number one ranked quarterback wow. in the country in the class of 2017. Wow before you know went to Clemson and transferred back but this is not a northwestern team that has scary elements on the offensive side of the ball and i don't think that what you see out of their offensive line is enough to to put that fear into the buckeyes now so then it becomes a matter of self motivating right like how do we make sure we don't have that breakdown right. mentally how do we make sure we don't have a game where we come out and sleepwalk because in these sort of environments on the road at night you go out and you get down 14 nothing. all of a sudden mm. things get real, real weird. Tell me about <laughs> it. And I, I don't know that, uh, you know, I, Ohio State obviously has the talent to come back from any sort of deficit like that early. But, I, I, you know, from a mental standpoint, you walk into that and all of a sudden you start lighting a fire under the 30,000 Northwestern fans or whatever there's going to be. And, and maybe it gets <laughs> uh, weird. I think there's going to be a lot more fans in Scarlet and Gray uh, at that stadium on it Friday night. Is. We'll see because Northwestern, uh, obviously, as I said, struggling a little bit. They're 1-4. That offense is averaging less than four yards per play. They're in the hundreds in total offense. So we don't need to dive into all that stuff. we got a lot more coming here on Letterman Live brought to you by Roosters. Going to take a quick break, get a word from our friends, and uh, we'll be right back. At the end of a hard week, it's great to sit down, take some time off, and watch some football. Game-winning touchdowns on two-minute drives, running backs racing down the sidelines with no one to stop them. There's nothing like college football, and there's no better way to make the games even more exciting than to bet on them. So do the smart thing. Go to mybookie.ag. No one gives you more ways to win than they do. MyBookie's got the fastest payouts and better lines than any other sports book. Don't forget, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on, and mybookie.ag is the best in the business. It's where all my friends play. It's where you should play, too. Join now, and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code LettermanRow to activate the offer. That's promo code LettermanRow. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, welcome back to Letterman Live, brought to you by Roosters. Uh, as I promised off the top with Doug in here, there's this we got to focus on that defensive line. And yeah. he walked in and was already telling some interesting stories, and I had to tell he and Berm, hey, we got to right. save this for the show. Keep it organic, right? So, yeah, yeah keep, it, keep it light, keep it organic. And I'm really – the guy that interests me the most is Chase Young, but let's start with someone who came on late in that first half, Zach Harrison, because, yeah. Doug, you've worked with him. You've got some experience. You know what kind of game he's got. I didn't think 
through six games that Zach Harrison, as a true freshman, would be playing the amount of snaps that he has got for the Buckeyes, for Larry Johnson. I didn't think that he would be able to get out there and make a sack in the first half against a ranked opponent like right. Michigan State. To me, he's ahead of schedule. For you, uh, is that the case as well, or what, do you, what did you forecast for this kid? I mean, you got a guy who's just uh, Lewis Center right up the street uh, a couple couple months ago, um, and he's a man. He's a young man. He has the, all the physical attributes. When you see him, uh, he's stick figure-like. He's long, uh, but they have something for that. When it comes down to Mitch and what he's going to put as far as weight on him, he is uh, a second coming of what's coming to, to be a, a huge defensive pipeline. Mm -hmm. I mean, I got to play with the likes of uh, Cameron Hayward, um, uh, Quinn Pickock, um, rest in peace to the Mike Kula, um, and then just seeing the Bosa's and the 97's and now seeing Chase Young. This guy is kind of just falling in those guys' footsteps. And NFL coaches talk about guys like Larry Johnson all the time. He is not only respected and endured when it comes down to this good old uh, college football, but everybody in the next level knows exactly who you're getting. And those guys have a fraternity. Um, I remember a couple years ago when Bosa played the Chiefs and Tom Bahali stayed an extra half an hour just to go out there and, and teach him some moves and kind of just get around him. Like, that's a division rival. Mm -hmm. But you're telling him and showing him ways to beat your tackles. Um, Johnson is special. Those guys have so much uh, upside. Uh, you got a kid that we played. Uh, I'm, I'm at Upper Arlington. We, had, we played Sawyer, and I worked out with him and, and seen him at D1, a specimen. But when it comes down to getting that knowledge from uh, Larry Johnson, I worked out Zach. We did some hand drills, but it was like the tip of the iceberg yeah. for a guy who studies it and just salivates on just getting his players better. He knows the ins and outs of what the foot is supposed to do, how the knee is coming in. Um, I'm, I'm just happy that he, he he recognizes me as an old Buckeye and is going to help <laughs> me in, in my career as a coach. Uh, but he's a blessing, and those guys, as long as they have him in that seat or somebody that can be a good predecessor, they're going to be taken care of for a long, long time up here in Columbus. First time Zach Harrison walks in the door. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, he's a long – he must be a, a European basketball player, <laughs> right? He's, uh, he's not like – I mean, I'm, I'm 290 pounds. Uh, you see Chase Young, he's all 270, looks a lot – he's a little bit lighter, but he has everything as far as his, his hands look like they're about to start scratching his ankles. He has that long <laughs> wingspan that you look for. Uh, he has a, one of those long necks that's going to be able to put an extra 5, 10 pounds on each area of his body. So he's going to fill out another 30, 40 pounds before he leaves in three years. And uh, you see the, the, the idea of, of how these – Rushmen are having these big impacts on these games. You got these cornerbacks who are locking people down and just a new scheme that, that guys are being comfortable in playing mm -hmm. and just giving the defense, I mean, the offense is a lot of trouble. So these guys are going to get a lot more uh, work and they're going to get a lot better and it's going to be waves of this great defense alignment here in Columbus. Berm, we alluded to this uh, early on with the Cooper injury, Tyreek Smith missing a couple games, Tyler Friday out. You know, part of this stuff for Zach Harrison is that he's had to play. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they're still not just going to put anybody out there who hasn't earned it. Javante John Baptiste looked like a, a playmaker early on. I mean, you've got other guys, so clearly Zach Harrison has won over uh, Larry Johnson enough to earn that right as well. There is no better example to me of what Larry Johnson is, his value is, than what he's done with Zach Harrison in the last eight months. Oh, Honestly, I watched Zach Harrison in his final high school game last year at uh, Toledo Whitmer. And you saw a guy who, as, as you said, I mean, yeah, he looks the part. You right. know that, right? But you almost feel like for high school kids like that, they can't be coached correctly at, at the high school level. It's almost impossible to take a kid with that much natural right. talent and know what to do with them. So, because your job as a coach is to win games, so you say, okay, Zach, line up and just go, go get what somebody. You do. Right? right. But that's not helping him become a good football player. He's a freak athlete. Everyone knows that. But what he's done as, as far as developing his game in the last eight months is, is light years ahead. 
a light years ahead of where Zach Harrison was a year ago when he was an athlete who you thought could be a good football player. And kudos to Zach for making the decision mm-hmm. uh, that he did in December when he, he was he was going to Michigan. Okay, and no, he, he was going to Michigan. <laughs> I think he likes the suspense. I don't know. He about was that. going. Don't to say that name. He was going to Michigan, right? And took a step back after the Ohio State Michigan game and realized to himself the difference between Larry Johnson's defensive line and Michigan's defensive line was was so vast, right? And he said, "There's no way I can be developed that way somewhere else." Developed here, yep. and that's what he decided at that time. That's when he changed his mind, and. Uh, you know, as you said, it's going to be a three-year project for him. Yeah, but he's going to end up being a 280-pound, six-foot-six defensive end mm. uh, with four-five speed. Well and, said. and you're talking about <laughs> just a, a different type of kid. And obviously, the injuries give him the opportunity to get on the field. But he's also earned the opportunity yeah. to stay on the field. And well beyond the four-game freshman right. redshirt rule. Yep. And now he's he's going to be pivotal for the Buckeyes moving on forward all year. Yeah, he's past that four-game. Uh, red shirt mark and he's got I think going to be in that Rushman package now they're starting to expand what they're doing a little bit more up front uh, look at this now moving forward it's not just Larry Johnson I think the standard in that room Chase Young helps pass down the work ethic when he's, he's a captain when he's one of the hardest workers on the team with that athletic ability that trickles down yeah Berm I, I just want to say another example of Larry Johnson because Chase Young a year ago was not that guy mm-hmm. okay yeah I mean again physically you knew what he could do but he was not a leader in that room so the kudos belongs to Larry Johnson and Jonathan Cooper for bringing that part of Chase Young out, and it's made him a far better teammate than he was a year ago. Right. I have a feature coming out. That's a great segue there, Berm, about Chase Young and that process. But Larry Johnson said that that was there all along. I think some of it was Chase got a bad rap for what happened in September and October. When Nick Bosa is removed from the field, he suddenly is getting double, double teamed when he wasn't yeah. ready for it. Both of his ankles were sprained. And suddenly he's dealing with this situation that he was not prepared for. He was supposed to be the guy helping Nick Bosa become a Heisman candidate. Right. And he wasn't ready for either of those things, physically or mentally. Um, well said. So there's more coming on that at Letterman Row. But, there you go. But when you talk about that example now, Doug, and what you see from this past rushing ability from Chase Young, I keep driving this one-man band that there should be more Heisman love on him. He's yeah. not going to win because of the quarterbacks in the country right now are playing right. so well. They are. They but will he's always. doing special stuff. I just wonder what you see when he's playing. Uh, he's a phenomenal talent. He's one of those now one in every four years for Ohio State. Um, you see it so readily, and we're so spoiled here in Columbus. I mean, you just got the Bosa guys out of there. Uh, I played against with, with a legend myself and Cam Hayward. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a bunch of great talent who is going to have phenomenal NFL careers. Uh, when you look at Chase Young, you first have to look at him. I look at him eye to eye. Uh, he stands. He has these dreadlocks that just gives that physical and just he's he looks the part. Like he scares <laughs> he's me. Intimidating. Like, it's like, yeah. it's like the, the, I'm a big man, so the back of my hair kind of grows up because you you understand that testosterone <laughs> is, is heavy between us D linemen, and we compete and he competes like no other. He runs like a door. I mean, like a door, like a deer. Uh, one thing we haven't talked about he makes is people run for the door. in the door, yeah. right? For sure. Mitch, is, is Mitch Marriott, Mitch. The 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 strength staff there yeah. are. Unbelievable. Uh, day, he, I mean, he got the keys to the car, right, the, the video game, but he also had like a a great trailer when it comes down to what that guy provides mm-hmm. for this football team. Uh, you look at Larry Johnson, cool. The next person is not Day that they kind of are always around. They're around that strength staff. Yeah. So those guys, when you see their bodies, how they develop, when you see like the, the way that they take off, 
it is obviously the toolage and the, the coaching, but it's all those hard hours in that weight room, all those uh, heel runs and all those things they do outside on the Woody Hayes facility, uh, facility. So those guys got something that's going on, and, and the facilities keep getting better. Uh, the conversation keep getting sweeter, um, and I'm just excited to be an old Buckeye. I choose the right place. I had a bunch of those schools as well. To be in Columbus at this time, at this time is uh, very, very special. I actually had a chance to catch up with Mickey Mirati last week for a feature at LettermanRow.com. If you haven't seen that, he got a game ball after the Michigan State game. It's very rare that Ohio State yeah. gives those out because, for one, players don't get them. Right. Uh, so they don't want to call attention to the coaching staff and the players. But Mickey Mirati got one from Ryan Day. Uh, really cool moment for him. And then he just, as you said, Doug, he spread the credit around to the rest of that support staff. You've got, Definitely. You've got trainers. You've got uh, the guys making meals for them in that facility now, too. So that's a, so it's an meals. army. That's so many meals. Good-looking food up there. Good-looking food here at Roosters. We're yes. going to take a quick break and probably dive into a little bit here as we roll along on Letterman Live, uh, brought to you by Roosters. Hey, Buckeye fans, as the official wing sponsor of your Ohio State Buckeyes, Roosters is giving away 12 trips for two to this year's Buckeye Bowl game. Each trip comes complete with airfare, hotel, gift bag, and two lower-level tickets. One bowl prize winner chosen each week, along with other cool Roosters weekly prizes. So register every week at your favorite Roosters or at RoostersWings.com. Roosters, a fun, casual joint, and the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Official contest rules at RoostersWings.com. All right, guys, welcome back to the home stretch. It's Friday night, uh, Ohio State at Northwestern, the undefeated Buckeyes and the struggling Wildcats. I, I, I don't even know where to begin with the next factor for this game because it's, you know, they're 25, four touchdown favorites here, 25-point yeah. favorites. I, I, you know, I guess the key is just can Ohio State maintain that focus, but we talked about that already. So is there something that you want to see in this game, Doug? Well, kind of what we were talking about, uh, the fact of the depth of Ohio State. I want to see a lot of guys get, out, get in there. I want to see uh, the backup running backs, the backup offensive linemen. I just want to see the depth kind of be displayed. And it's good for not only those players, but it's good for the starters. They get a break. They yeah. kind of see what those guys are doing. Another big thing is good for those recruits to see that all those players that they were just a year before that are actually playing at Ohio State and getting some good in a primetime game on Friday. So it is one of those showcases. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to come out strong, fields. Uh, they want to get those numbers. Uh, it's good to have guys in New York represent Ohio State if they win or not. You look at J.K. Dobbins. I mean, <laughs> he has the stats like any other running back in the country. Was a guy white in Wisconsin. So to give him a little bit more uh, of, a, of, a, of a show and let that offensive line do what they do, because I'm really probably the biggest takeaway for this season right now for me is that offensive line and what they were able mm -hmm. to kind of just muster up four new starters. They've been tremendous, um, but it's going to be a showcase. Ohio State knows how to put on a show. Um, it's on Fox, so they're going to make it look really, really, really nice. It's going to be fun to watch. Berm gave me a hard time over the weekend because I picked Justin Fields as the first half MVP over J.K. Dobbins, but if I was just picking between J.K. Dobbins and Jonathan Taylor at Wisconsin, I would definitely be taking Dobbins. I think that right. he's the best tailback in the country right now, but I don't think that his importance trumps Justin Fields, but I'll let you give it to me now no, because sorry, I made that listen, pick. Listen, Justin Fields is the most important player on the Ohio State football team. Justin Fields, if, if he can't play out this season, changes. Oh, well, let's just say that I was right then and so move on. If it's like the Heisman, is it the most, <laughs> is it the most valuable player or the best player? And right now, I well, think that the player who is playing at a level higher than anybody else on the offensive side of the ball is J.K. Dobbins. Sure. But that being said, for me, the the differentiator on Friday is does the offensive line, which got its butt kicked in the first quarter against Michigan State and you know had a, a great second quarter but then didn't need to do much in the third and fourth, mm -hmm. do they come out and dominate Northwestern. Northwestern physically on defense is tough, okay? They're going to have that sort of same edge that Michigan yeah. State has, that kind of we're pissed off, you know, we, we're, you don't respect us type of stuff. And 
whatever. They probably don't, right? But I think <laughs> I think that this is a matter of uh, uh, of personal growth for Ohio State in the offensive line. Come out, blow their doors off in that first half, and then you allow guys like Brandon Bowen uh, and Wyatt Davis and, and Thayer Munford to get extra rest heading into Wisconsin because they're going to need Mm -hmm. those guys ready and rested for Wisconsin. You certainly don't overlook Northwestern if you're the guys in that building, but the guys in this building are allowed to. Isn't isn't there something a little bit strange about that, though, that if if they go out of an off date and they rested Brandon Bowen because he had the back injury, there Munford was banged up, looked like an ankle in the Michigan State game, and then they only play a half against Northwestern, and then you going into your biggest game of the year, I would think there might be some risk of rust in that situation. Honestly, I think, and you can speak on this probably better than I can, Doug, but as a football player at this level, is it more valuable for these guys to be practicing against Ohio State or playing against Northwestern? <laughs> hey, ones v. ones. Uh, when it comes down to that, Sharpens Irons, they don't need to really have any reps against anybody besides the guys they got in their locker room. Um, so when it comes down to having a great half, that half has to be pristine. Or guess what? They're not going to get off that field. Sure. If the score is not telling of what they can do and what they can accomplish, they're going to get in there that third quarter. So those guys, uh, you know, this is not a preseason game in the NFL by any stretch of the imagination. And these guys are on scholarship too. But if uh, Ohio State, when Ohio State goes out there and dominates like they should. It is very, very good for those guys like Mumford to see those guys that are backups really, really get a good opportunity, see what they are able to do, uh, get them some live reps, and then just keep the train going. And somebody falls, they already got a little bit of game experience, and everybody's happy yeah. about it. All right, you touched on that, uh, what the score might be. Yeah. It's that time. We're going to make it's our predictions time. for Friday night. Burn, let's kick it off. What's the line now? 26? Started at 25. Which Spencer, is huge. what do you got? What's, That's a huge yeah. line. 27 and a That's half. a huge number on the road in the Big Ten, but the Buckeyes cover, cover. and win 42 to 10. 42 nice. to 10. That's that's a lot of points for this horrible Northwestern offense. Right. I'm going to give them like a, a block punt or something. There you go. Oh, wow. Insulting the special team. Yeah. Doug, what do you got? Okay, I'm, I'm going to definitely go and elude off what you said. I'm going to say we're going to get a shutout. Uh, I'm going to put a big goose Ooh. egg on there. Uh, and then I'm going to say we're going to probably score, let's say, 54 points because it just seems good. So 54 to 0. Shout zip. out to John that. Simon. Uh, he got a, 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 a touchdown the other game. Uh, 54 just kind of popped in my head. That's so 54 0, uh, the Buckeyes. That's a big one. I always get nervous, as Berm said, with these big spreads and then like putting it down on paper. It's like, am I really thinking that. 49 to nothing is going to happen or 45 to nothing is going to happen because that's really hard to do in college football against anybody. Right. But, shoot, I'm doing it anyway because this Northwestern team I have – it's crazy to me. Ten months ago, these teams played in Indianapolis for the Big Ten Championship game. Well said. And they've gone a complete different direction. So, all right – Whatever. So Four, what number? 45 to nothing. 45, 45 to nothing. But secretly, he secretly I, my numbers, So the two right? of you are predicting a <laughs> 99 to nothing. Secretly, I believe that it's going to be more than that. Uh, okay. But, I don't, but like I said, I get nervous about doing it. Uh, so maybe by the time. 42 to 10. 42 to 10. I hear it. That's not going to happen. 54. By the time, <laughs> 54 to nothing, John Oops. Simon over here. By the time we get to John Friday, Simon. I might have added to the total. Who knows what I'll do uh, once I get my second prediction of the week because I'm the only one that gets yeah, a second crack That's kind of out. unfair I'm, when you think I'm about a cheater, uh, but hey, that's what I do. It's, it's Letterman Live brought to you by Roosters. I'm making the rules today. There you go. Appreciate uh, our, our friends here having us down for this fun, casual conversation as thank always you. every Definitely. week. Thank you. Doug Worthington, thanks for stopping thanks in for, for the first me. time. Jeremy Birmingham, uh, no thanks to you. Just this Bye. is, this is your awesome. job. We'll That's see you next time. Oh, man. Next week, we'll be breaking down Ohio State Northwestern, getting ready for the big one against Wisconsin. We'll see you right back here at Roosters next week. Bye-bye. Go Bucks. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.